Life Audio. Looking to give your child a well-rounded education while ensuring positive socialization opportunities and their ability to succeed in life? Consider joining Classical Conversations community and homeschooling alongside local families. Led by a trained licensed director, families learn through Classical Conversations' proven Christ-centered curriculum together in a community. With locations in all 50 states and over 50 countries, there is bound to be a community near you. To find your community today, visit classicalconversations.com forward slash compared to who. Hey there, I'm Heather Creekmore. I'm glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. Today, we're going to talk about something that I just learned about from a research perspective. Now, I think I knew about it from the real world, but I didn't know it was a thing that had been studied. And that thing is called exercise non-response. And the reason I want to talk about it today is because we've done a lot of work on this show to challenge the paradigms of what we have believed around food and how much food matters to our health and how following the food trends is something so many of us have done in an attempt to be healthier. We have cut out food groups or restricted certain foods, those sorts of things, believing the messages of culture around us doing what we've been told to do. And also being told that if we do the thing with the food, then our body will look a certain way because that's the formula. Likewise, friends, I think we've been told this about exercise. If you just do the things, then you'll look like her, that Instagram influencer that everyone wants to look like. Now, I've always kind of known that that wasn't true. I used to be a fitness instructor. I worked in the fitness industry for over a decade. And yet, I never saw that data written anywhere until today. And that's where we're going to go on today's show. There's a lot of good stuff here. I'm glad you're listening. Hey, if you need extra support, if you need extra help, If you are struggling with your body image and you just don't know what else to do and you just need someone to walk with you, reach out. There are coaching spots available this month. I would love the opportunity to work with you. Grab one by going to comparedto.me slash coaching tab and you can find out all the information there. Okay, let's keep going. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. So today we're talking about exercise. Now, I was a fitness instructor for many years. 
Um, if you haven't read my story yet, you can read about it in my first book, Compared to Who. But I became a fitness instructor because I was fairly certain that if I could just be a fitness instructor, then I wouldn't struggle with body image issues anymore. Now, I was very wrong. <laughs> in fact, I don't know. My my struggle may have even intensified once I became a fitness instructor. Uh, but... As a fitness instructor, I've been subscribed to a number of fitness instructor newsletters for years. And although I've gotten off of most of them, my certification company, which was ACE, uh, the American Council on Exercise, still sends me emails every once in a while. So I got one. I actually got it yesterday. And it rattled me a little bit because I had never heard this term or seen any research related to this. And it's this concept of someone being what they call an exercise non-responder. And now, you know, these articles and these newsletters are written for fitness instructors, right? They're written for personal trainers, people who help people get fit. And so the theme of this article is to kind of help you, the fitness instructor, with what to do if you have someone that does your, you know, fitness program for 12 weeks and doesn't get the results that they want. And the study in here, this, the research involved in this is pretty interesting. Um, they have this model that they set up and, you know, and they're actually making the case that like their model is actually better than just like a standard model. But, um, <laughs> but in it, they had, and listen to these numbers, they had six out of 16 individuals that they classified as non-responders. Now, they were non-responders in one particular outcome. And in this case, the outcome that was measured is what we call VO2 max or the maximal oxygen consumption, which is really, it's a way that we use to quantify cardiorespiratory fitness. So the more fit you are, the better your VO2 max or VO2 uptake is. I remember, oh, back in the day, um, Lance Armstrong uh, had like notoriously the best VO2 uptake of any other athlete they had studied. And that's what, um, at the time, now we know he was using drugs, <laughs> but at the time, that's what they believed was allowing him to just really excel in, um, in the sport of bike racing. But there are lots of different measures, of course, that are looked at when you are trying to assess whether or not someone has responded to exercise or whether or not a certain exercise training program has helped them. And so this article poses the question, like, how often does this actually happen? How often is it that people aren't responding in the way that we expect them to, to an exercise program. And here's a quote. I'll just read you directly from the article. It says, all the time, says Tasha Edwards, a certified group fitness instructor and founder of Hip Healthy Chick. Uh, she says that it's hard, I'll summarize from here on out, that it's hard because clients um, don't always see the same results as their friends in the same amount of time. And then they talk to another guy, a group fitness instructor, and he 
he agrees. He says, lots of times we don't see people get the desired outcome they want in the time frame in which they believe it should be happening. Now, let me just glom onto that. So I taught spin. I taught other classes too, but I was a regular spin instructor at the same gym for about six years. And, um, and in that time, I had many of the same clients, you know, class participants over and over again, like some of them were with me for all six years. And let me tell you that most of them looked the exact same (laughs) six years later, um, as they did the first week we started working out together. So if they were looking for great physical outcomes from adding this exercise, doing spin classes a couple times a week, they were looking to look different physically, they did not get that outcome. And as I'm reading this study, reading this classification I've never heard before, non-responder, seeing that even in their study of VO2 uptake, six out of 16 were non-responders. Okay, I don't know how your math is, but in my math, like I'm almost ready to say that's almost half, right? (laughs) Six out of 16 didn't get the same response. And even as they show like the level of response, like some people have a much bigger response and some people have a much smaller response. And so y'all, this sent me down a rabbit trail, (laughs) which I easily get down rabbit trails. Uh, But this sent me down a rabbit trail of research where I was like Googling, like what is an exercise non-responder to just try to see like, okay, what is the data out there around this? And so one of the studies I found was, um, and it's published on PubMed Central and the study is called do non-responders to exercise exist? And if so, what should we do about them? And, you know, this study takes a little bit of a skeptical look. It was published in 2018. It takes a skeptical look at like, are there really people who don't respond to exercise? Um, And, you know, and it talks about how like there is like a a vast like room for error, right? In terms of um, how different studies are, are measuring things and all kinds of things like that. But, but basically, they're looking at all of these studies done around exercise over the decades, where in every study done around exercise and its results, there have always been people that it didn't work for. And that's just the truth. We'll dig into this study more right after this quick break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. There have always been people that it didn't work for. And so 
again, they're talking about, well, could it be the way they were classifying things? Could it be what they were measuring? Could it be the way they were measuring? Or did these people drop out of the study? Or did these people not really respond to exercise? There's lots of questions that loom. But today, the reason I'm bringing this up is I want to challenge our paradigm, right? I believe that most of us have been taught through culture, maybe even through our health education, that if you do this kind of work in the exercise arena, you will get this kind of body. And today I want to free you, my friend, if you've believed that, if you've tried to work for that, if you've tried to earn that and it didn't happen, I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you that it is absolutely normative that some people don't respond to exercise in the ways that others do. Now, let me clarify something, right? There are tons of different benefits to physically exercising your body. In fact, one of the things I was reading called exercise, the poly pill, <laughs> poly meaning like many um, different uh, many different things, and they're called the poly pill because exercise can help and benefit so many different things in our lives, in our bodies, right? So exercise can relieve stress. Exercise can help you be more cardiovascularly fit, help your heart, right? Exercise can help depression. There's a lot of great studies out there about how exercising a certain number of days a week is just as effective as taking antidepressant meds, right? So exercise has a lot of different benefits, but for those of us who struggle with body image, the benefit we're most interested in quite often is will exercise make my body look different? Will exercise help me change my weight or tone this certain part or reshape this certain part that I don't like? And so what I need you to know today is that although exercise has lots and lots and lots of great benefits for your body, it can be very healthy for you. If you are chasing exercise in order to reshape, re, you know, redo your body the way you think you want your body to be, if it's not responding, it might not be your fault. How does that sit with you today? Now, it challenges this belief that I think I've held, and maybe you've held it too, that if you just do the right exercises, eat the right foods, then you will look like an Instagram influencer. And we've talked about this from the food perspective, right? We've talked about the fact that like, I know dear, dear women who are in larger bodies and barely eat anything. They eat clean. <laughs> they eat healthy. They, they, they are probably atypical anorexics, right? And yet they still don't have a body that looks like they restrict food. And I'm not glorifying the restriction of food or orthorexia or anything like that. Please don't hear all that. But I think we have the stereotype that we're like we have stuck in our head that people who eat right are have small bodies. And, and again, I'm using right in quotation marks and people who don't eat right, they have bigger bodies. What if that's not true? And then to take that one step further, 
we have this, again, another stereotype that people who exercise well look one way in their bodies and people who haven't figured out the exercise thing look another way. But what if it's that we are all just different? We have all different genetic compositions. We have different stories, different traumas, different things our bodies have been through stress-wise, right? And what if the truth is two people could do the exact same workouts for 12 weeks in these studies and one person doesn't show it all in their body? Maybe they've got, you know, better cardiovascular fitness, Maybe they feel better, feel more energetic, sleep better, but maybe their body looks the exact same after 12 weeks, whereas someone else, their body looks dramatically different. Today, I just want to open you up to the possibility of that. And, and I recognize that for some of you, this might be the first time that thought has ever crossed your mind that that could even be possible. And you've maybe heard me talk about it in the food realm and you've kind of been like, yeah, Heather, but like, I want to, I want to believe you, Heather. I know you're not trying to trick me or anything, but that just, that's a belief I've held for too long. And friend today, today I'm challenging that. What do you think? I'd love to hear from you, Heather, compared to you.me. You can drop me a message. Let me know what you think. For some of you, this takes the pressure off. For some of you, you've been frustrated doing the same types of workouts, maybe doing hard cardio for decades, and you still look the same. And you're wondering, am I not doing it right? What am I doing wrong? It must just be I still haven't gotten my food right. That's why I still look like this. Like all the different ways we blame and shame ourselves. What if the truth is you're just a non-responder to that type of exercise physically? Now, the study that I referenced from PubMed, like it talks about how really for most of us, if you keep trying a variety of different exercises, that chances are you will see some sort of physical change. And so some people respond well to aerobic exercise, whereas some people respond better to strength training. There's different types of aerobic exercise, right? Some people are going to do great walking. Some people enjoy running not me. <laughs> Some people are going to do better, you know, doing other types of like, you know, game related tennis or, you know, swimming or other types of exercise. And that eventually, after who knows how long it takes your body, eventually your body might show some changes. But your body may not look like the Instagram influencer who told you how to work out. Ooh. Can you swallow it? That's that's all I have for you today. Your action step today is just to think about what you've believed. Maybe this one's kind of a bit of an ouchie. Maybe think about how you've assessed yourself or judged other people in the realm of fitness and exercise because their bodies don't look like you have thought that they should or would look if they were doing the quote unquote right types of exercises. Have you been in that fitness class or watched a fitness class and judged someone's body as not as fit because their body size wasn't what you classify fitness to look like? Yikes. And is that fair? Is that true? I don't think it is. My friend, this is why we have to stop comparing. We don't know. 
we don't know what someone is doing to take care of their body. We can't tell how healthy someone is just by looking at their outside of their body. We've got to stop judging each other according to these rules of diet culture about food and fitness and pay attention to our own game. Listen to the Holy Spirit's direction in the arena of food and fitness. Do joyful movement instead of exercise to punish your body or try to make your body look a certain way. And the truth is your body may never look that certain way because your body just may not have been genetically designed to do it or genetically designed to respond to exercise in the way someone else's has. Well, I hope this has encouraged you. And I hope more than anything, it's helped you stop comparing and start living. I'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, and hey, the Compare To Show is proud to be part of the Life Audio Network as podcast. For more great Christian podcast content, go to lifeaudio.com. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.